Good morning, Judith. Welcome to Coach's Cup. Good morning, Sonia. How are you this morning? Well, as you can tell, I um, had a decision this morning. I could go for my run <laughs> and get all of my run in, or I could get half my run in and get a shower and be clean for the podcast. So I decided that uh, after being gone for almost a week that the run was definitely going to take precedent this morning and that I would show up to the podcast a little sweaty. <laughs> well, that is perfect for our topic today, which is massive action. Mm -hmm. And I would say making that decision was massive action, right? It was. I totally would agree with you. I was actually thinking that while I was, while I was running, like, well, this is massive action. I'm going to complete what I started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So massive action is keeping at a, at a, at a mm -hmm. task until you reach the goal. Right. Which, you know, sometimes that's harder than it looks. <laughs> when, Sonia, would that ever be more difficult? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so massive action let me let me start with with a story that kind of made me think about this. When I was working on my PhD, um, it was a four year program, and people would come in and do the first two years, which was the coursework where you where you did all your courses, and then they would sit for their exams, and then they would just drop off the face of the earth. They would never write their dissertation and never finish. And I never understood that. I thought that is the craziest thing. How would you go through the coursework and the exams and then just not write your dissertation? And then I got there. Mm. And what I figured out was the coursework was very structured. It was around people. The exams were the same way. And then you got to the dissertation and it's just all on you. You're writing by yourself, creating this thing. And it's very easy to just disappear, to lose motivation and just, you know, fall off the face of the earth. I can't imagine. <laughs> and I mean, I didn't, I finished, I, you know, that, that was my goal and I, I completed the massive action, but I think that's, that's a really good example of, um, how people sometimes they have a goal, but it gets tough and they're like, eh, it's easier to just kind of disappear. Yeah. So Sonia, what was your PhD on? I'm sorry. Alyssa's getting ready to go down a bunny trail here. I don't even know. <laughs> what was it on? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was on multimodal composition. Oh, assessment. so <laughs> <laughs> it's a real page turner. Let me tell you. Multimodal. Yeah. Yes, it's 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 writing in or creating in multiple modes. So okay. not just typing a paper, but maybe having images and video oh, like, or audio. Okay, yeah. So the like, things we consume on a daily basis. Okay, that makes more sense to me. <laughs> Learning a lot here. Yeah. Right. So like, so for me, I could think of, you know, the massive action I did this morning, like, well, with my run, like completing, completing the task, I could have, yeah. you know, chosen, seen the obstacle of, you know, being clean or not getting my run in, but it, I made the decision to keep going and to complete the goal, or we could think about it in terms of weight loss. Um, 
uh, had a lot of success losing 80 pounds and using the massive action of, of always uh, moving forward. And we briefly talked about Todd Herman uses the wow versus owl mindset. Mm-hmm. And so the wow mounds mindset would be someone like, okay, he uses the example of um, learning to ride a bike. Someone who's learning to ride a bike with a wow mindset would be um, excited about learning to ride the bike. And they would see falling off the bike as an opportunity to learn and, and a challenge and not an obstacle, knowing that when they first got on the bike, they did not know how to ride the bike. And if we translate that over into weight loss, I, I think, I think I've, I, that's what I've done mm-hmm. is I've learned and knowing where I started and that I'm always changing, but that the goal is always front and center and, and my actions are always taking me to the goal. Yeah. And conversely, it's very easy. You see, you see women, you see people all of the time who start a diet and maybe they are excited when they start it. Sure. They join the group, they read the things or go to the meetings or whatever it requires, Mm -hmm. but then they never really step in and create their own path. They never create a space for themselves within that community or just within their heads and so they never reach the goal they're like uh this is hard that that dessert looks really good right right so the owl mindset they're seeing it as um todd calls it stuck um bored and firmly rooted in the comfort zone yeah and not stepping out and seeing it as an opportunity to move forward Yeah. Yeah. Just, just this week I was meeting with some students, well, former students and both of them, um, one of them has moved to Vienna and is working on her master's in Vienna. And the other one is getting ready to move to California to start law school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, both of them meeting with me at different times said, can I just come back and go through my program again? And I was like, no, but, (laughs) It's so, this is home. I said, this is comfortable. Mm. And guess what you're not going to do when you're comfortable? Mm. You're not going to grow. Mm-hmm. So and then I said that, that famous little catchphrase, discomfort is the currency of our dreams. That's what <laughs> I told them. I was like, you, if you are uncomfortable, that is a great sign that you are taking massive action, that you are doing it right. Mm-hmm. So true. I love that. Yeah. I love that. How old was this girl? They were, I, I mean, one of them was, I guess, 24 and the other was about 22. Mm. And, you know, it's the perfect time in our lives. That's another thing I've been thinking about this week. Um, that's the perfect time to take massive action, right? You're, you're not married. You're not in relationships. You don't have anything holding you back. Right. I think the older we get, and, and I could be wrong. Maybe this is just me, but the older I get, the more difficult it is to get out of that comfort zone and to take massive action. I don't know. Somehow the risk seems greater. Do we need to coach on that? Sam? <laughs> <laughs> That's just a thought. <laughs> you know, I do it all the time. I you know. know, I still do it, but I don't, 
I do think I look at it differently. I think I consider it a lot more carefully than I did when I was their age. Yeah, that's a little bit of a comfort zone, like Todd calls it. Like, not that it's good or bad, but you have awareness around this this thought. And um, that's super important moving forward too, whatever you decide to do. Yeah. I'm continually moving out of my comfort zone, Sonia. <laughs> right. And that, that's what keeps us young, I like to think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that too. Yeah. Um, another example that you were talking about, the, the, the riding your bike, you know, uh, Brooke Castillo with the Life Coach School always talks about the walking example. Right. Um, the baby. Yeah. Babies when they start walking, you know, how many times do they fall? At no point did they say, "Uh, I'm not going to get this. I'm just going to, I'm just, can you just carry me the rest of my life? Mm -hmm. They don't do that. But yet our instinct is we hit a wall, we hit something hard and we just stop instead of taking that massive action it takes to keep going. I just had an interesting thought thinking about when my kids were little, I can hear my mother-in-law saying, I I mean, I held my son every second that I could. And she would be like, that baby's never going to learn to walk if you don't put it down. And I'm like, I just want to hold him forever. But you know, that's so true. Like, um, they didn't have to, babies don't have to learn to walk, but they, but they do. Yeah. And if they, if we, could just have that mindset with everything that we do. Imagine what we could accomplish if we just didn't give up. Yeah. And I think, you know, going back to whether, whether it's trying to move forward to gain your confidence, to do something new, whether it's trying to lose weight, that really is the key Mm -hmm. is not giving up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's okay to, to hit a stall, but to just stop, to just, you know, have that passive action or, or to continue consuming. That's another thing that, you know, I see people do a lot. Mm -hmm. It's, I need to take one more class before I apply for that job. I need to try one more. I don't know. I don't know what it, you know, in, in weight loss necessarily what it would be, but always feeling like I've got to do one more thing before I'm ready. Even with this podcast, I mean, I don't know if I've talked about this, y'all forgive me, but I I felt like I put you off forever. I was like, okay, yeah. Thinking in my mind, like, okay, I need to, I need one more class. I need to do this. Okay. I'm gonna have to take notes. I'm going to need to know all these things. I can't do a podcast. Yeah. What are we on week six? I think so. I think so. And you know, I was thinking of the podcast too. I was not putting the blame on you because I would say, let's do this podcast. And you would be like, well, we need to take this class. And I'm like, yes, we do need to take this class. (laughs) I didn't say, no, 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 let's just do it. I didn't do that. Look at us, not one class. And here we are. I hope that is the example we want it to be. We're going for not it. too late. <laughs> but it is. It's very easy for us to continue to consume. 
Um, in fact, I was, I was thinking about, we talked about this example earlier. There was a study um, a, a couple of years ago that looked at women in C-suite positions, you know, CEOs, CFOs. Oh, I was like, what's that? Yeah. And, um, and women felt like they had to be 100% qualified for the job before they would apply. Men, on the other hand, felt that they had to be 70% qualified for the job before they would apply. And, you know, if you look at the percentages of C-suite jobs, most of them are held by men who feel, who thought that they met fewer qualifications and yet they did it anyway. They took massive action when women, less sure of themselves, were sitting back and taking passive action and saying, oh, I need to, I need to do something to meet this qualification. I need to do something to meet that qualification. Meanwhile, the men are just getting it. You know, this is so interesting. I'm thinking about the women that, that I know and the weight loss journeys that they're on and seeing just such a, a, a parallel thought process with saying, well, when my kids go to school, I'll lose weight. Or when my husband this, or when that, you know, putting yes. up these obstacles, preventing themselves from just getting into massive action and figuring it out, but, but staying back in the passive action of, well, I'll, I'll find this program, or maybe I need to do keto or whatever it is that they're yeah. on. So interesting. And then the, I can't remember the success, the weight loss success um, numbers. You know what I'm trying to say? Like the people who lose their weight, that keep mm -hmm. it off. But um, just super interesting that relating that that uh, one hundred percent of women will not do it will, will not do it unless they're one hundred percent sure. Yeah. Huh. We need to throw that off. We need to to work on those statistics. <laughs> for sure. Like I mean, we just gotta be going for it. Yeah, I I know people who do that. I've done that. It's it's just not quite right yet. That's the easy place to be. Passive totally. action is the easy place. To, it's that comfortable place to be. Comfortable, yeah. So I guess the lesson I want everybody to take away from this today is if you're uncomfortable, you're doing it right. Mm. Create a space where you haven't done something before, but you believe in yourself enough to do it anyway and to fail. Give yourself enough space to fail. Mm -hmm. Because that's where we're going to learn in that, in that space between success and where we are now, we're going to fail in order to learn. That's what's going to move us forward. And we can totally translate that into weight loss. You know, when you are not having the success that you think you should have, realizing that you haven't learned what you need to learn yet to get through this part of your journey. Yeah. That there is something yet to learn. You're not broken. There's nothing wrong. It's a learning process. And I am a huge fan of action. Before I even knew any of this thought work, my, I, I don't even know. Like, I just, I just, if I want to do something, I just throw myself into it. And I'll, I figured out along the way and I, lo and behold, other people speak that way. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really uh, I just, I just love action. Now I love a little passive action, but I'm, I'm a big fan of the massive action. Just do it. Just don't be afraid. Just keep going. 
set your goals and go for it. Well, what's the worst that can happen, right? Right. You apply for a job and you don't get it. So. Yeah. What'd you learn? Yeah. What, how to do it different next time. It's going to take you somewhere else. It's going to get you. Start to lose weight. And the first week you're not successful. Second week you're not successful. A month down the road, you're not successful. But if you're learning. What's success? Let's define success here. Not That's show up on the scale. Or how many days did you show up for yourself and you make a plan and you ate what you said you would? I mean, there are many levels that you can define success. I just need to be. <laughs> no, no, no. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Don't discount the little things that you learn along the that way. because It's going to be those baby steps yeah. that will lead you. And if you just start out with the baby steps, like a baby. In your weight loss journey. That's why it's in, called baby steps. In your career to be C-suite. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> to be a CEO. To be a CEO, right? Be the CEO of your own life. Mm -hmm. Yes. We mm -hmm. need to embroider that on a pillow. <laughs> you get to All work right. on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm Sonia Green with SoniaGreenCoaching.com. And I'm Judith Fender with Judith Fender Coaching. And we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>